0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Sign up for a six month bottled water contract for your home or office today and get your first five gallon bottle free. Visit watertomydoor.com and use code DRINKITIN at checkout.
2: This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready
0: to go beyond the headlines.
2: and welcome to Midday's talk, Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this. Hump Day! It's pretty outside, too. I thought we were supposed to have bad weather. When's that coming in? Uh, it depends on where you are in the
3: Magnolia State, but uh, you could start seeing it sometime in the next few hours. Okay. Or at least the the... Beginning impact, uh, I know for central Mississippi, it's expected to get a little blustery before the rain and storms get here. So you might see a couple hours of high wind gusts and uh, stuff of that nature before the severe weather, the squall line, gets to you.
2: Later on. Later yeah, on right. tonight. Yeah. But
3: yeah, it's it's scheduled to make impact in, for the most part, n- northwestern Mississippi in the Delta Okay, uh, but there is a chance for severe weather for a large swath of the magnolia state, so you're going to want to stay weather aware
2: and in keep fact here on the box in the northwest portion of the state has not the risk been elevated oh yeah, it's
3: ratcheted up to uh ele- it is an ele- it's an elevated risk now, so yeah okay all right
2: uh, yeah, all
3: right yeah um what do they call it enhanced Yeah, you've got got slight, marginal, enhanced,
2: elevated, severe, that kind of... I got you. I think I got some
3: of those wrong, but you get
2: the gist. It's way on up there. Oh, yeah. That's the big thing. So be careful, folks. That's the main most message today because we got it uh, coming in here. Uh, You know what else we got that's up is the price of everything. Inflation continues to be front and center. With the inflation report yesterday, 8.5 percent, that was as of the end of March, that is up as of uh, over a year, is the way it's measured. That's uh, the consumer price index. When you strip food and energy out, that's what's known as core inflation, which is kind of silly. That's at 6.5 percent. How do we get here? How do we get here? Because the president continues to blame it on Vladimir Putin, the Putin price hike. That's why he released a million barrels a day of gas. You've seen the price go down. Is it because of that? I don't know. It's a, a smidgen, it's 5% of daily consumption. Plus, now we talked about it yesterday. If it did go down, it's the equivalent of you've got the
3: backhoe loading the dump truck, and the one dude with a shovel throwing it up over the top of the dump truck is like, Look, I'm helping!
2: (laughs) But here's what we should be concerned about today is wholesale prices. The producer price index, that is what it is known as, the PPI, up 11.2% in March from the same period a year ago. So on a monthly basis, prices up 1.4 percent, an uptick from February when the, uh, the gauge, the metric, increased by 0.9. So between February and March, 1.4 percent. January and February, 0.9. That foretells uh, future consumer pricing, retail pricing. This is the cost of inputs into the production of goods and services. In other words, it just keeps on a-rolling, does that inflation, and Biden and the Democrats are hell-bent on blaming it on Vladimir Putin. I don't think that's working. What do you guys think? Do you think it's Putin? We dump so much money into this economy... Helicopter money, as I like to call it, because it it is. It just seemed like it was fabricated out of thin air, dumped into the economy, thus dramatically increasing the money supply. And let's be clear, let's be honest, it started under President Trump, pandemic relief money. But it really got additional legs when Joe Biden, upon taking office, Added $1.9 trillion. That was last March. good bit of that money hasn't even been spent. But it is flowing into the money supply, into the economy, and it stands to reason that that would produce inflation. So companies are responding differently uh, to it. Some are trying to keep their prices Tamped down so as to not run off buyers, and some are saying, you know, uh, we got to raise prices. We can't make it without gasoline up forty-eight uh, percent, used cars thirty-five percent. That one still is perplexing. Meat, fish, eggs thirteen point seven percent. Food at home ten percent. Shelter. 5% 30-year mortgage above 5% today. I believe 5.1% is the quote I saw. And that's a result of the 10-year treasury, which is what mortgage rates are tied to, as, as well as most other consumer borrowing. Uh, that uh, It's actually down somewhat today, which is why the market's up. You know what? Yesterday I was trying to scratch my head. The inflation report wasn't good. The 10-year was up. But the markets, all three indexes, while we were on the show, were up. They closed down. It's like the investor said, "Oh, oh, wait, the inflation report was bad," <laughs> and it, and they the an intraday trading was crazy, and there was a sell off into the close, and all three indexes closed down. They're up today because the ten years down, so it it's uh, gotten to the point where you can just watch the ten year and guess what the markets are doing, especially the Nasdaq, the tech heavy Nasdaq, where. Growth stocks exist. All kinds of opinions. J.P. Morgan, the banks are announcing earnings, most of the big banks this week. Profits from uh, last year, relative to last year, same quarter, down 42%. 42! Investors evidently expected it because they didn't really punish the the stock that much, but their profits sunk 42%. That, after a pandemic boom, again, the helicopter money is what caused that. So here's something to think about. We, we don't talk about it a lot, and it doesn't seem to get discussed a lot in our, our political circles. Our debt, now, national debt, just a smidgen below $30 trillion, that's real money, last time I checked. Now we've got rising interest rates, what will that do to the debt, you ask? Well, every 1% is worth $300 billion a year, one-third of a trillion, 1%. Where is this going? Because it's already pretty much assured that we're going to get a 50 basis point rate hike, half of a percent. Uh, the next time the Fed meets, which I think is in May. So we're going to get that, and it's expected we're going to get at least a couple of more of those. Bottom line is, you start bumping up the interest rates like that, pretty soon you've added that point, maybe two. That would be $600 billion of interest. Now, for perspective, our defense budget, Is about $750 billion. We're talking about our interest costs, which now sit at $350 billion or so a year. We're talking about doubling, maybe tripling that cost. That would be bigger than our defense. The core responsibility, although this government doesn't get that, of the government at all levels is to protect the people. No Rule of law, no law and order, no safety, no country, no prosperity. You know that little thing, that thing, as Joe Biden calls it, in the Bill of Rights about the Constitution, about uh, pursuit of happiness. Uh, he he doesn't uh, he doesn't understand that without without law and order, right? Without safety. You can't. You can't live. And when you watch what happened in California, excuse me, New York yesterday, that's really concerning. Uh, In the subway. And you got this left-leaning Democrat mayor who we thought was going to be different. We got some sound we're going to play for you later on. He, He seems to be of the same mind, but you cannot you cannot have life, liberty, in the pursuit of happiness in our Declaration of Independence. You can't do that without safety. They don't seem to get that at our border, in our streets, in our cities. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We've got Rachel King and Jennifer Smith, pediatric oncology social workers, coming up next. Stay with us.
5: you
7: <laughs> Save the date, April 23rd, 2022, and let's ride in Greenwood, Mississippi. Ride begins and ends at the Greenwood LaFleur Airport and winds through the beautiful hills of Carroll County. During the Greenwood Gravel Grind, take the challenge 50K or 100K. Two routes, three rest stops, gravel hills, SAG support, post-ride party. April 23rd in Greenwood. Sign up now at GreenwoodGravelGrind.com. Brought to you by the Greenwood LaFleur Chamber, Indian Cycle. Visit MS.com, Greenwood CVB, and Pepsi.
10: Here with a special invitation to join
9: us weekday morning 6 09. Breaking news, quick
10: shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check it
0: out. Let's do it. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
11: Let's get on
0: with it. On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to Middays from the Element Wealth Studios, Super Talk, Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. And uh, joining us now, Rachel King and Jennifer Smith, pediatric oncology social workers from the Children's Cancer Clinic at Blairy Batson Hospital for Children. Welcome, ladies, to the show.
12: Hi,
2: hey. thank you. All right, so tell us about Wish Wednesdays. What's that all about?
13: Wish Wednesdays is, um, well, what we were told to talk about was World Wish Day that's coming up um, and how important it is to make a wish, um, which is April 29th, and it marks their very first wish that was ever granted. So that's what we're here to talk about.
2: Okay. April 29th, that's not too far out in the future, is World Wish Day. Tell us what that means exactly.
13: Uh, That is when they first granted their wish, their very first wish with Make-A-Wish, and ever since then, Jennifer and I are part of making wishes um, and referrals for our kids that we work with.
2: I got you. So, who qualifies for these wishes? Who are, the, who are the kids? So,
13: yeah. <laughs> okay. so I work with um, cancer patients. Um, I work with all the cancer patients in Mississippi. Um, Jennifer works with all the children with blood disorders. Um, so they qualify off their diagnosis um, and that's we send that to Make-A-Wish.
2: I see. So you work then directly with, um, with Make-A-Wish, the Make-A-Wish Foundation in yes. working to get Absolutely. these wishes granted. Can you share yes, with us what, what some of those wishes have been?
12: Oh, I would love to. <laughs> yeah. um, one of ours, I guess it was granted last year in September, was one of our kids chose to feed the homeless. And his wish was granted. And starting in September of 2021, he has been feeding the homeless once a month, and he will do it for 12 months. And wow. that was just an incredible wish.
2: Wow. Yeah, that really is neat. Um, it's not mm-hmm. something you would expect uh, from a child, no, honestly. No, absolutely not. Yeah, uh, uh, no. Then
12: it ranges.
13: Like we'll have, we have big trips. Yeah, we have like a little girl right now that she's going to be wants to go be a zookeeper for a day at the Ohio Zoo. So mm-hmm. she's getting to go hang out with the zookeepers and meet all the animals. So it's all different. We love to see the different stuff that the kids um, ask for.
2: So, Rachel, it's my understanding that you have referred hundreds of children to Make-A-Wish since, <laughs> since 2015. Hundreds? Wow. That is incredible. Yes, I
13: have. All of our cancer patients qualify, so I they see. all get a wish to Make-A-Wish.
2: I see. And, and how are they to work with the Make-A-Wish group?
13: Uh, we love our mentors. <laughs> They're our friends, and they do incredible work for all of our kids. And seeing the hard work they put into it um, just makes us we're so thankful to be part of it.
2: Yeah. So, and then coming up on the 29th is World Wish Day. What what's different about what different happens on that particular day relative to the other Wish Days, Wish Wednesdays, I guess, throughout the year? What's what's unique about that?
13: I think it has to do with um, that's kind of their time to celebrate just another year of granting wishes for kids. Um, and I know they do fundraising and they ask for people to donate and, and to volunteer. be involved. Yeah, I see. I
2: see. Have uh, Have the Make a Wish people actually been to uh, Blairy batsons Hospital? Have they? Did they come physically? Have yes. they ever come? Yeah. Yes. Fantastic facility. Yes, the actual grant it.
13: wishes in our hospital. Yes, okay.
2: Sir. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's an incredible place. Uh, remember when? Uh, I remember the vision for it. Uh, my good friend Dr. Bob Abney. And don't know if you know, Dr. Abney was heavily involved in in that project and uh, just a, a pediatrician uh, by trade is what he was. And mm-hmm. uh, great facility, great work, great team sad that we need it honestly and uh, I think right. we've actually got do we not have uh, an extension uh, an, an expansion going on at the facility?
13: It's actually right through these blinds.
14: Okay.
2: okay.
13: <laughs> um, it's a brand new part of the hospital that they just expanded the pediatric ICU and the NICU and more clinic space I think that was primarily what they were adding on to it for right now.
2: Okay. Uh, much needed, I believe. Yes,
13: very
2: and much so. I believe the Manning family's been pretty involved in that as well, have they not?
13: Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do have the Eli Manning Clinic here. Yeah. Um, the Eli Manning Clinic was expanded, and that they're part of the new hospital, too. They yeah.
2: have
13: kind of space over
2: there. Well, I, I got to ask you, you ladies, how do you. You, you've got your job is to really try to provide some, some hope and some um, something positive in a situation which is is really difficult, difficult for the patient. Obviously, the patient's family, and sadly, no child should never have to even go through anything like this, and should be stricken with cancer and go through uh, treatment, but. You guys play a pretty important role. You got to be dedicated. I mean, you've really got to love what you do and and want to help people. So my hats off to you. What what do you think about that? It's a calling.
12: I uh, I work with all the hematology patients. Um, so anything that all the blood disorders, anything that's not cancer. Yeah. And you, know, you do have to be dedicated, but we love our patients and it is really nice to be able to offer them you know some hope and some happiness
13: mm-hmm. with the, with the make-a-wish referrals yeah. it's really exciting to get to share that with them i get to actually be kids for a week with just their family that's what i think is the coolest part is getting them out of the hospital getting them away from treatment getting away from the doctors and just letting them hang out with their siblings and their parents at wherever they decide to go and just enjoy life for a little bit
2: yeah and you know, having, having toured the facility, I mean, you can tell it's purpose-built for, for children, for children patients. It, uh, mm-hmm. it, it it takes a difficult situation and makes it about as positive and happy an environment as you can have. But that, of course, starts with good folks like you with smiles on your faces, <laughs> bringing, bringing smiles well, to the you. faces of, of, of children. So, again, my hat's off to you. It's uh, We're blessed to have at the facility, but more importantly, the team and and the humans involved uh, in this process. So anything special with respect to your patients coming up on World Wish Day that you can share with us?
12: I think the one I was talking about, I think y'all are interviewing that family on the 29th, the one that's fade, that chose to feed the homeless okay oh that's
2: very cool incredible
12: family
2: oh that that is really neat is that a mississippi family you'll
12: get to speak with them it is a Uh, jackson mississippi family
2: oh very cool Mm -hmm. very cool so well, well i look forward to that um I appreciate you uh, letting me uh, me know. Sometimes, as the host of the show, I'm the last to know about who we get, who we're getting on. <laughs>
12: <laughs> well, there you go. Surprise. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, no, I appreciate I appreciate that. I I look forward to that. So, uh, how long have, have you folks been working in this role at uh, at Batson's? I've been here since
12: 2016. Okay. As the hematology social worker, and Rachel's been here since 2015 yeah, as an oncology social worker, okay. and we share an office, so we're, <laughs> we're together all the time.
2: Were you? Uh, do you have degrees in social work? We, we do. do. Yes. Okay. It's, just curious, like, is that a requirement? In work. Okay, master's in social work. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, that's a requirement. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, what What made you? I mean, because there social work that's that's pretty broad. Uh, practice area. Is. Um, I Very personally worked with one years ago. We had two foster children in our in our home, so you you're familiar with that process. What what yeah. um, what compelled you to enter this kind of area?
13: I think medical social work was always what I was interested in because it kind of lets you touch in all the parts of social work. Um, you see different things every day, um, yeah. so it just kind of keeps you on your toes. Um, and you're definitely in like the valley with the people, uh, with these people. And I just feel like that was where my place was: is to help these people through some really dark times and kind of bring some hope and help to their life when they need it most.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely! It uh, again. It's it's unique, unique uh, skills and uh, unique personalities you guys have to to be involved in something that's uh, really a difficult situation, but very valuable, very much needed, and we appreciate it. But appreciate you coming on today, telling telling us about uh, what thank you do in the World Wish Day. Thanks a lot, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Rachel King, Jennifer Smith.
12: Thank, thank you so much.
2: Take, thank you all too. We'll be right back here on midday. Stay with us.
8: the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms. Some could be severe. High near 84. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms as well. Low around 56. Your Thursday, sunny skies. High near 78. And a look into Friday. Mostly sunny conditions. High near 81. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. We're into the spring allergy season and a lot of us can deal with the sneezing and nasal congestion with over-the-counter meds. Dr. Brittany Hines with the Mississippi Asthma and Allergy Clinic sees it in all ages.
17: Patients with allergy, they have this kind of underlying inflammation that's present, which makes them more susceptible to also getting sick. And so yep. A lot of kids with allergy tend to not only have the allergy component of it, but they also tend to be patients who get sick more often. If it's really bad,
6: you might consider a regimen of shots.
17: The purpose of the allergy shots are to, you know, change the way the immune system encounters the environment and to try to make them more tolerant to these things floating around in the air. The whole purpose of doing it is really to try to induce sustained tolerance to the environment. And so, if someone's completed a three to five year course of allergy shots and have gotten benefit it's very likely that person will go on to maintain that benefit that they've gained from it
0: Middays with Gerard Gibbons. Welcome, welcome to our show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. Hey, the boys are
9: back. We're going to hit this town in a long time. Come and been long, hard, proud, gonna smoke some, more
15: drink some, gonna find a little trouble. Living now, we're gonna mess up, rolling, rolling,
10: rolling, rolling. we gonna throw it all down. We roll,
15: rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, you better watch out.
2: Here comes. We are back on midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. We've been talking about, I uh, appreciate the, uh, the social worker's coming on, by the way, uh, awesome. And if if you guys haven't ever had a chance, and hope you never have to go, frankly, to Blairy Batson's, it's quite the uh, the treasure for the state of Mississippi. And it it was the vision of uh, a number of folks, twenty five or so years ago, I want to say, that finally did materialize, raised money to uh, construct the facility, and it's incredible, really is. And it, it takes a very difficult situation and makes it about as positive as you can. And very grateful for the facility, but more importantly for the uh, the dedication and the efforts, the services of those who staff the facility, the physicians, the doctors, the social workers, everybody, all the health care workers, et cetera. It'll turn 25 on May 16th. Okay. Uh, I was actually there at the groundbreaking. Remember May sixteenth, nineteen ninety
3: seven, was the dedication ceremony. Yeah.
2: Okay. Awesome. Well, it it is an asset, and uh, there is an incredible expansion underway right now that uh, is much needed. So, inflation—have we hit the peak? Inflation—that was the buzz yesterday. The markets. That's why they were reacting. I think we've hit the end of it, but I don't know. I think this information that started trickling out expectations of the PPI, the Producer Price Index, which is a measure of inflation at the wholesale level, it it portends of the future of consumer inflation. Obviously, cost of inputs go up, well then the cost of outputs typically go up, the finished good pricing. So. That's, uh, I think that's what spooked the market. Today, they're consuming that, seem to be okay with it. I'm a little surprised, but the markets are so fickle right now, it's really hard to tell. In the meantime, even over there at MSNBC, they're even talking about it. So we went from discussing yesterday, of course, Chief of Staff Ron Klain, he made the dumb remark back in October. This is a high-class problem. Well, listen to the folks at MSNBC. Are they getting a brain over there? Here we go.
4: It's a new measure of just how much inflation is soaring, and the numbers are staggering. The Consumer Price Index jumped 8.5% in March from 12 months earlier. That is the biggest year-over-year growth in 40 years. You have to go back to 1981 to see a similar jump in the costs of food, gasoline, and housing. As the AP frames it, the economic squeeze is effectively wiping out the pay raises that many people have received. And that's probably just the beginning. Joining us now, NBC News senior business analyst and host of the 11th hour. So we thank you for coming in so early, Stephanie Ruhl. Uh Steph, break it down for us. It ain't good. When you look at these numbers year over year, you said it. We have not been in this place in
18: 40 years. And the biggest increases, it's gas, it's rent, it's food, all the things you need to buy every day. So the people who are already the most economically vulnerable are going to be hit the hardest. And you mentioned it. We've talked a lot about the good news, about wages being up so much over the last year. When you account for inflation, hourly wages are actually down almost 3%.
2: I don't know. Steph don't sound happy, does she, (laughs) Rhino? I mean, these were people that couldn't wait to get rid of Donald Trump. Absolutely thrived on it. Lived for it. Coveted it.
3: To the point they were one of the few big outlets that ran with the uh,
2: dossier. Exactly. The infamous dossier. Well, that was Mika Brzezinski on Morning Joe bringing in Stephanie Rule, I didn't know she was like the business reporter, whatever they called her title. I hadn't heard that before. Steph. Tell us about it, Steph. Well, it ain't looking good, because that's what she said. (laughs) Duh! Stuput Price, like, but they didn't say that. But their analysis is spot on. Wages are not keeping up. But the president's taking victory laps about wage increases. It's just mind-boggling. Why don't they just tell the dang truth? Hey, this got started under Trump. We made it worse. We exacerbated it. We got a big old problem. And this is what we're going to do. And I don't mean token crap like releasing a million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve that you're going to have to go replenish. Or allowing... The E-15 grade of gas, blend of gas, to be sold at, what we say yesterday, about 1.5% of the gas stations in the country, that's just token play-around-the-fringes garbage. There's nothing substantial there. Get out of the way. Increase supply. And then we talked yesterday, Rhino, about California, considering a four-day work week as the standard. How are you going to increase supply if you're not working for four days? That's nuts. That is just another bunch of woke garbage pandering clearly illustrating the lack of understanding of the fundamentals of economics. You want something to go down in price? Make more of it. Get out of the way. Create the environment. That promotes making more stuff. It's real simple. But they're... Oh, well, somebody might get rich if they do that. We can't do that! Oh, my gosh, it's so maddening. Oh, you mean like Louis
3: Vuitton, who artificially inflates the price of all of their stuff because if it doesn't sell, they just burn it?
2: Well, yeah, because they're Louis Vuitton. Right. I mean, that's just the
3: first brand that comes to mind, but you, you see it across... The luxury brand scene where if they don't sell it, they're not sending it to the discount place. No. They get rid of it so that their prices stay high.
2: Yeah. But you know what? Consumers, that's what consumers want. They don't want, that, they don't want to walk down the street and see every, every Joe out there or Sally, whatever, with a Louis Vuitton item like theirs. Oh my gosh, I thought this was, you know, one in 10 in the world or something. But if I, it's
3: easy enough to understand that, why is it so complicated to understand it in reverse?
2: because they don't want to take responsibility for anything. That is the way these government, these politicians operate. Oh, not me. It's Putin. It's unbelievable. They're masters at deflection. That's what they do. But yesterday, we talked about Joe going to Iowa yesterday, announcing. He said that Putin price hike about six times during the speech. Are people buying, folks out there, are you buying that this is the Putin? I'm not saying somebody on our ceasefire text line said that, and I agree, said uh, Vlad didn't help, Vlad's war, Johnny in West Point, Vlad's war didn't help. I agree, but let's be clear. This inflationary spiral, it had legs before Vladimir Putin put the first Russian soldier across the border. This was it had already had legs happening. before
3: the Russians started doing their campaigning and training long before they invaded
2: absolutely this was so clear this was coming A- everybody that understood basic economics knew this was on the way and again we, we have to include donald trump in the discussion but he was being advised by people that said we got to do this mr president because we got to shut the world down for covid and now reports are showing that states that implemented policies that that balanced Health and safety with freedom and just common sense fared much, much better than those that went to the extreme and shutdowns. Which, by the way, if you haven't heard the CDC this morning, you knew it was coming. They're recommending and uh, will we'll issue an extension for the mask mandate on where they, where they control, where the federal government controls transportation, airplanes, Amtrak, for two weeks, so we can watch the uptick in cases. That's what they're saying. We're going to watch it. They just cannot let go. So you extend
3: it for two weeks, a week out, so you can watch it for the two weeks that you've extended it a week after.
2: What? It's nuts. What? It's crazy. It, it, it's just uh, shocking to me that they, that was their... Guidance just released, like within 15 minutes or so. That release, I think, since we've been on the show, just out. Yep, so dumb. And the airlines are saying we got to get rid of these mask mandates. They wrote another letter. You got to get rid of it. And like something like half the country is worried about even getting on an airplane. There's new poll on that. Way to go, guys. Great job. Unbelievable. We're going to take a break right here on Middays. we got more to talk about. And then the mayor of Natchez, Dan Gibson, joins us at 11.05. That ought to be fun. Stay with us.
19: Richland.
15: Mississippi Braves baseball is back and offers an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single game tickets start at $5 and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com.
20: this is the opening agri-market report the open of the new york cotton exchange july cotton was up 20 to 137.65 october cotton was up 116 to 126.99 the open of the chicago board of trade may soybeans were down 10 cents to sixteen sixteen a quarter per bushel july soybeans were down nine and a half to 16.51 per bushel july corn Was down four and three quarters to seven sixty-seven and three quarters per bushel. September corn was down three and a quarter to seven forty and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up seventy-five to one thirty-seven even. August live cattle was up eighty-seven to one thirty-eight fifty-two. May feeders up one ninety-five to one sixty-two eighty-seven. August feeders up one forty-two to one seventy-five seventeen. At the open, the Dow Jones up thirty-five points, thirty-four thousand two fifty-five. I'm Dixon Williams. That's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
21: near you. Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales.
10: But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's revitech Fungicide. Fast-acting and long-lasting, preventative and curative, disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill, and take your full prize in yields
0: with revitech Fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label directions.
9: Last night I dug your picture out from our old dresser drawer. I set it on the table and I talked to it till four. I read some old love letters right up till the break of dawn. Yeah, I've been sitting alone, digging up bones. Then I went through the jewelry and I found our wedding rings. I put mine on. Finger. Good
2: old Randy Travis Finger there, bumping us friend. into this segment on middays. We are in the Element Well Studios on this. Hump deep. Name a product that we buy from the Ukraine. This is from Charlie and Brandon. Name a product we buy from Russia. Now, how those products affect the U.S. economy and why. Actually, on that, uh, Charlie, the the big uh, uh, suite of products is fertilizers, grain. Uh, potash, urea, I think Russia is the largest exporter of urea, which is a key ingredient of fertilizers. So it is absolutely wreaking havoc and contributing to the higher cost and shortages of, of uh, food supply. No question about that. I'm simply making the point that when you look at the price of oil and gas and petroleum products, that is largely driven by the inflation there. This president, this president's policies from day one, he attacked the industry, told him we're putting you out of business, and then he appoints people in key cabinet positions, such as Jennifer Granholm, at the uh, the head of the Department of Energy, who laughed. Remember that in a uh, <laughs> with temerity, I might ask. What do you mean, the pro oh, that I should have the control over the price of oil? And then we, we featured here on Middays, Rhino, a few weeks ago, that little um, video she participated in. I don't remember the name of it, but it's something about I hate gas or <laughs> that crazy deal. So, oh, that's nice. We got a Secretary of Energy that hates gas. The, you know, the energy that we use to power the place. Nuts. So farmers are definitely seeing the prices of fertilizers skyrocket. Some are actually choosing to rotate crops or use less nutrients, which could, of course, produce lower yields of the crops. So, but that's just one piece of the puzzle. The bigger piece of the, of the uh, inflation situation is, is a direct result of these disastrous policies. But more importantly, the lack of understanding that the way to curb and, and tamp down inflation is to increase supply. And, and there's just nothing that I'm seeing from a policy perspective that promotes the increase of supply. You hate the private sector. You hate capitalism. You don't think this group and that group and this company and that company pay enough taxes. You just want that so you can filter off the top and send it out the other door to people that you hope will go vote for you. Nothing about promoting and fostering an environment that will produce more supply. They're just not believers in The concept of supply-side economics. Jeff says, I sure do miss Orange Man. Joe from Summerall, do y'all know of a radio station that plays good country music, like digging up bones instead of this pop mess? I can't say that I do, Joe.
3: You just got to stay tuned to Super Talk, and I'll sprinkle it in.
2: (laughs) He does, and does a great job, does Rhino, at that. The president should take his own advice. This is a tweet. Sent uh, on the ceasefire text line. I don't, I don't know that I've seen this before. Oh yeah, this was when he was criticizing Donald Trump. Joe Biden tweeted, "The president needs to stop blaming others and do his job." I do remember that. Thank you for that on the ceasefire text line.
3: I need to dig up the song I found a couple days ago. If it was somebody auto-tuned Biden's "Buy a Shotgun" speech he gave. Okay,
2: and it's hilarious. I'll see if I can find that. We'll play it later. <laughs> Mose says, Gerard, uh, fertilizer prices had more than doubled last spring. Uh, okay, Moe, I, I appreciate that. That doesn't seem to coincide with the business reports I'm reading. I am I hear you, and I, you probably know more about that maybe firsthand than I do. I'm just reading from various business reports. There was also a question on here about uh, our debt. Uh, here we go, Reese and Clarksdale. So, if interest rates go up 10%, that's three trillion annually just to service debt. It's not; ex- it doesn't exactly work that way. I hear what you're saying, Reese, and it's it's a um, it's it's a valid uh, I guess analysis. But all that debt has different maturities, so some of that's on the books for a long period of time, and it's and therefore it's attached to an interest rate, a fixed interest rate. So it's a matter of as we refinance that debt or take out new debt. That's what drives the increase in interest. But nonetheless, the point is, as interest goes up, which interest rates go up, as they clearly are, that does, in fact, place a bigger expense on our budget in covering the interest on that debt. Not to mention the principal, when it becomes due, and it's a problem. And nobody seems to be talking about it. But we're going to take a break right here when we return Dan Gibson, the mayor of Natchez, on middays.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com.
14: News. I'm Lillian Wu. Police are carrying out a multi-state manhunt for the suspect in the Brooklyn, New York subway attack. Investigators
5: are looking into a series of YouTube videos posted by Frank James complaining about homelessness, New York City and Mayor Eric Adams. The New York Post reports in the videos Frank James says he was recently diagnosed with mental illness, is a victim of the mayor's mental health program warned last month that he was quote entering the danger zone and said he was quote full of hate, full of anger, full of bitterness. The NYPD has upped the mayor's security detail.
14: Fox's Brian Yenis, a two-week extension by the CDC for those travel mask requirements nationwide. They were set to expire April 18th. An AP source saying officials are monitoring an uptick in COVID cases out of an abundance of caution. America's listening to Fox News.
21: This is Dr. Will Olmplet with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want to be your one-stop or comprehensive family dentistry, all under one roof. Book your appointment online today at capitaldentalinc.com. That's capitaldentalinc.com.
15: SuperTalk Mississippi is adding to its outside sales team here in the Jackson metro area. We're looking for an experienced media seller who knows how to sell traditional and digital media marketing assets. If you're interested in an outside sales position with the opportunity to sell for one of the most well known media brands in Mississippi, Ole Miss sports, and other great sponsorships. Email your resume to jobs at supertalk.fm. That's jobs at supertalk.fm. Supertalk Mississippi Media is an equal opportunity employer.
8: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Russian invasion of Ukraine is into its second month, with Sweden and Finland expected to apply for NATO membership by June. President Biden is expected to approve an additional $750 million in military assistance, though it's not clear when he'll make the announcement. Senator Cindy Hyde Smith thinks the U.S. needs to act more quickly.
17: They are needing equipment, they're needing fuel, they need it now and it's really uh, been sad that they we have not delivered as quickly as the United States should be able to deliver on that.
6: Last week the DOD said it's provided Ukraine with thousands of anti-aircraft and anti-armor munitions, hundreds of drones that act as remote controlled missiles, laser guided rocket systems and 50 million rounds of ammunition. Biden accused Putin of committing genocide in a speech in Iowa Tuesday. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
9: The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know we led the largest initiative to keep local governments from taking your private property through eminent domain? We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Are you looking
15: for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work,
0: or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the
22: Mississippi
9: State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. (laughs)
0: The <laughs>
6: COVID wasn't the only health concern surging in 2020. According to the CDC, STDs surged to record highs toward the end of the year. Boxes Gianna Gelosi with the details.
17: Cases of gonorrhea, syphilis, and congenital syphilis surpassed 2019 levels by 10, 7, and 15 percent respectively, while chlamydia declined. Scientists say STD program resources were diverted to address COVID 19, including contact tracing staff and testing supplies, leading to fewer people being screened for infections. A
6: 207-year-old sunken whaling ship that had been lost in the Gulf of Mexico was discovered by researchers over the weekend. Not much of the 64-foot-long ship remains, but what's left was easily seen in a live stream captured by underwater cameras. The ship is 6,000 feet below sea level and 100 miles from the Pascagoula Coast.
15: People today could spend half their lives over 50, so it's important to keep your money protected as you get older. That's why AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud from con artists so your money lives longer. During the month of April, they are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org/ms.
1: Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees.
23: Your favorite weekend returns to Ridgeland. Art, Wine, and Wheels, May 6th through 8th. The Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Sante South Wine Festival, and Natchez Trace Century Ride make for one epic weekend. Go to
15: artwineandwheels.com to learn more.
2: Welcome back to Midday Super Talk Mississippi Gerard and Rhino in the Element Well Studios on this hump day. Joining us now Dan Gibson the mayor of Natchez Mississippi. Good to see you there Mr. Mayor. How are you today sir?
24: Hello Gerard. Man, I'm blessed and I'm glad to be with you. Thanks for having me
2: on. You bet. So Uh, First off, wanted to congratulate you as being named uh, the city of Natchez as one of the South's best small towns. That's pretty big. Why do you think you got this distinction?
24: Well, Gerard, all you got to do is get on the Natchez Trace, drive to Natchez, look across the river, and you'll understand why. (laughs) There's only one Natchez. We have started saying here lately, only in Natchez. It's so beautiful here, but we're having a lot of growth. We're having a lot of increase in tourism, people moving in, buying houses, people starting new businesses, and I think we just hit 1,500 new jobs since July of 2020. So the Natchez renewal is going strong.
2: Yeah. I was there, uh, Mr. Mayor, back in December for a, a conference there at the Convention Center on, on the river and uh, was, was honored to have the ability to uh, address the group, but uh, I uh, I stopped on the way back. And I heard about that, Gerard. It was awesome. I wish I had been there. Man, uh, I tell you, it was awesome, great group, but the city, you're right, it's beautiful and right there on the bluff, and so I went for a little walk there and took some photos and took it in. It's just, it, it is a uh, majestic view, it's, it's one of a kind. It, uh, and all you can think about is all the history associated with that river, those bluffs, that land that's been mm-hmm. there for so long, and everything that's happened there. And, 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 uh, and, and you know, you got got that contrast with the, with the modern city that Natchez is. It's really pretty cool, and we are blessed here in the state of Mississippi. Uh, so what's the outlook, Mr. Mayor?
24: Um, Gerard, the outlook is great. It is great. When we look at our sales tax performance, for example, we can go back to May of 2021 and every single month since May of 2021, we have hit a record. Um, It's historic um, economic growth. In fact, we are now one of the strongest functioning economies per capita in the state of Mississippi and our sales tax is way up there in fact we on a per capita basis we are ahead of uh, I don't want to offend any of my friend mayors around the state but sure. we are ahead of South Haven, we're ahead of Brandon, we're ahead of Jackson, Vicksburg, we're ahead of Startful, we're ahead of Gulfport, Biloxi, wow. uh, several other communities that we've been lagging behind for so many years. This Natchez renewal has taken hold. But, you know, in addition to that, it's uh, really great to be the Hollywood of the South, having all these movies being made here. It's great to have the riverboats coming. We are about to welcome Viking Mississippi in June, and that will take our number to eight riverboats a week, bringing over 2,000 people a week to Natchez. We're then, next year, going to Welcome another riverboat. Our account next year will be up to over 3,000 visitors arriving by cruise boat a week.
2: Wow. That, that is awesome. So to what, Mr. Mayor, do you attribute this, uh, this explosion of economic activity and, and these, uh, these great sales tax revenue numbers, which is a direct result mm-hmm. of, uh, of economic activity and economic growth?
24: Well, Gerard is doing the right thing. I, I welcomed the Mississippi, uh, tourism annual spring summit just this morning at the convention center. And we have a record turnout for that. They said it's the most registration. I think they've ever had for the spring, uh, conference. And it was great talking to them, but I shared with them this morning that during COVID has actually been a silver lining for Natchez because while the rest of the country was shutting down and so many people around the world were just literally afraid of their own shadow. It was a terrible time uh, you know, uh, worldwide. We, we never just totally stopped. Um, shortly after I took office during the pandemic in July, we made sure that we all got on the same page and stayed open and we stayed open responsibly and we didn't even know we were being watched. In February of 2021, Forbes named Natchez, one of the top 10 safest places to visit during a pandemic. And it's just taken off from there. Uh, Record numbers of people, new businesses, um, the house sales are through the roof. I believe we're approaching 700 homes sold uh, just over the last year and a half. Wow! So, um, and Gerard is not just Southern Living and Forbes, you know, town and country named us number thirteen on their top fifty must visit list. In fact, we are ahead of Washington D.C. and Las Vegas. It is kind of kind of wow. crazy. We also uh, were listed by U.S. Uh, News as one of the top ten best small historic cities in America, and uh, it just goes on and on. Yeah. So, Mr. Mayor, how long have you been in office? Um, I'm losing count. A year and a <laughs> half going on. It'll be two years in July. Well, now.
2: that's what I thought about, two years. What What possessed you to, to jump in the ring and, and run for mayor?
24: <laughs> well, I, I have asked myself that. <laughs> I used to have a little bit of an easier life, but... I was being asked to run and I had moved to Natchez in 2016 expecting to kind of slow down. And when people started encouraging me in 2019 to run, I was really reluctant. It's a major life change to step into politics and I had done this before. wasn't sure that I was up to doing it again, but people encouraged me. And I just, in the end said, you know, if not now, when, and if it's not, Me, who's it gonna be? Uh, We all need to step up. If God gives you gifts and you don't step up, he's gonna pass that blessing to someone else. So Gerard, I'm just grateful that I said yes. And then the stars aligned and it was miraculous really. Um, But I got elected and and we haven't stopped since. And I've got a great team. I've got great aldermen, I've got great people here at City Hall and throughout the city of Natchez, uh, helping, supporting backing me up. I, I just couldn't be more grateful.
2: Well it was such a a prominent, strong city in our state for so long and it, it, it hit something somewhere along the line, Mr. Mayor, where it started to decline, sadly. Because it's such a beautiful yes. place and such a vibrant place and and the culture is is unique, I think, uh, in the city mm-hmm. of Natchez. Um but you clearly you're on the rise you're you're turning that around and uh these distinctions bear that out uh your 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 sales tax data uh, home sale data all those are i think key indicators of the success in the and the positive things going on in your city how how big uh a part of that is your team because i it, I know you know, coming from a world where you're you're sitting at the top, where it's lonely, you can't do it by yourself. You got to have a team. Oh, well, you're you're no better than that team. <laughs> we've
24: got a great team, Gerard. We've got Visit Natchez helping move our tourism industry along. We've got Natchez Inc. And yeah, we've been doing amazing things through economic development. Chandler Russ, my old friend there at Natchez Inc., don't know what we do without him. Uh, in fact, we next year will break ground. Uh, on the largest biorefinery in America right here in Natchez, uh, Biofuels, Velocis. We have a great Natchez Adams Chamber of Commerce. Uh, When you look around the city also, we've got so many people working hard. We've got uh, our African-American Museum on uh, the NAPAC Museum on Main Street. Just refurbished it, new signs, and they are busy every day. We've got, if you go around all of the tour homes, are just beautiful spruced up. We've had a great pilgrimage. They're all working so hard. Our carriage tours, our bus tours, our hotels, our restaurants, everybody's working harder probably than ever, but they're also working smarter and I think they're working happier because everyone says, we've never been to such a happy place. We have harmony. We are celebrating unity in a big way, and we're trying our best to be a city where it's not about black, white. It's not about Republican, Democrat, red, blue, uh, where you're from, where you live. It's about what's best for Natchez and everyone working together.
2: Well, I got to tell you, it's good to see it. And I haven't been there in a few years, but uh, traveled down, as I mentioned, in December and, and was uh, completely impressed and blown away. Uh, obviously, you and the team, and then more importantly, the people, the citizens of the city of Natchez, have been involved in this. In this, I think, a revitalization effort, and uh, it it makes Mississippi proud. I just pass that on to you. It's it's a, it's
24: a Thank Mississippi you, treasure. Thank you, Gerard. It, it's a real honor. This is a great city, and to see it becoming even greater and greater and greater is a real blessing. Gerard, thanks for taking notice and allowing us to share part of our Natchez renewal story today.
2: We appreciate you coming on. The mayor of Natchez, Dan Gibson, has been our guest here on Middays. We'll talk to you soon, Mr. Mayor. Take care, sir.
24: Thank you, Gerard.
2: Come see me. You bought it. We'll be right back here on Middays. Stay with us.
22: Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaways turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's
12: is Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events.
10: The King of Clean. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from three until six, right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go play it. Middays with Gerard Gippert. On Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
2: We are back on Middays. We thank you so much for joining us. The C Spire Text Line, of course, 601-879-4395. We're in the Element Wealth Studios. Are you thinking about or planning for retirement? Do you have a plan? Go to MyElementWealth.com or call 601 6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, And guarantees. Don't forget, I'm going to be down at the Corner Market in Hattiesburg this coming Friday. That's in Midtown Hattiesburg. Corner Market will have Easter specials throughout the stores, across the Pine Belt, and are asking everyone to donate an extra food item to Homes of Hope for Kids. Collection boxes will be in front of the stores. And I think we got some tickets to give away today, if I'm not mistaken. Supposedly. Yeah, Yeah. got to take a look at that. All right, so on the C Spire text line, Ben from Madison asks, I wonder if Natchez plans to opt out of the medical marijuana program. Rhino and I were just talking about that. We're running out of time. Haven't heard anything.
3: Yeah, you would think if your community was going to opt out, you would have already had a meeting of the minds and or a vote on it by this point because it's less than a month away from the deadline.
2: Yeah, about three weeks or so, huh? So I'm trying to think of.
3: So unless there's a, just a glut of cities and communities that are waiting till the last minute to get it done, seems like the number of
2: opt-outs is a little lower than expected. Uh, exactly. So so far, eight cities I believe come to mind. I and even though we had some folks on the there's C-spire been a
3: handful of counties that have talked about it, but I still haven't seen any, official. anything official. Yeah.
2: And I think we had some folks on the C Spire text line. I don't remember. Reported cities and counties, but we've not seen anything official from the press.
3: Yeah, like a press release from City Hall or... Right. If you have the vote, you would think you'd want to publish that.
2: Yeah. But in terms of cities, I believe eight comes to mind, and three of those are in Madison County. Madison, the city, Gluckstadt, and Ridgeland. I think Clinton did, right? Yes. Brandon... Uh, past Christiane, those come to mind. I don't know how many. I didn't count them up, but sounds like I think that's six, seven. Uh, what are you seeing? Sounds about right, but we'll see. I haven't heard any, any other buzz on any other cities or counties that are that are getting close. You would kind of think, as you said at this point, what would they be waiting for? You know, that they, that... that would be a decision they would have already been able to come to and officially opt out.
3: So, looks like uh, just for example in DeSoto County, Horn Lake has opted out. Okay, while other city leaders in DeSoto County, like the city of South Haven or the city of Olive Branch, right. yeah, have meetings scheduled, like their board of alderman meetings, okay, and they plan to bring it up, but. They'll do it this week. So will we see a a big rush in the next
2: week or two, or or what? Remains to be seen, for sure. Greg in Nettleton says, Met old Randy when he was getting started over in Shannon at Bars Ferry. Randy Travis, that is. Uh, Urea is also a key ingredient that goes into fluid for diesel motors, says Mike in Richton.
3: Yeah, I want to say there's... uh A fuel additive using urea that helps with emissions in diesel engines. I could be wrong, though. Okay. I've never owned a diesel.
2: Arlen in Wayne County says, Mask of the Red Death, Edgar Allan Poe, told of arrogantly trying to shut out a problem and thinking it won't catch up with you in the long run. I remember that story from English class. I believe Arlen is referring to the president, who uh, doesn't seem to, it's like Teflon, nothing sticks to him, right? Doesn't seem to take responsibility, that I can tell, for anything. Like, anything. Except, he tries to take responsibility for what he and his chief propagandist, Jen Psaki, have deemed as positive. Wages are up! Oh, but they're still lagging inflation. So real wages up, uh, sorry, are actually down. They won't talk about that. Even Steph on MSNBC discussed that. Donald in Oxford says, Urea is the most important input to corn production, four times the cost of last year. Corn acres down 25% from last year due to high urea. Natural gas, crazy. Cost corn needed to make ethanol. Ethanol is also produced. Yeah, I get it. I think that all that's true. And the situation in Ukraine is, I believe the report I read said Russia produces 41% of the world's urea. That's weird. Didn't know that. Larry McGee says most Democrats couldn't run a lemonade stand. What makes people think they could run the economy? Well, I, that's the whole point there, Larry. We don't want the government running the economy, they have the hubris do the Socialist Democrats, that they can run the economy. Go no further, look no further than this proposal in California. 32-hour work week. By the way, the requirement, it was, this would be for all employers with more than 500 employees, can't cut their pay. You're going to get eight hours less work, no change in pay that is central planning dictate mandate we're running your company socialism imagine you're why to would make you ends want in. the
3: federal government one of the most inefficient hard to function things in the world to run your work
2: life balance it's scary it's they're so far out of their swim lane and that's the way this whole thing has evolved and it's, it's just been moving rather perniciously in that direction. Paula Meridian says, I watched an interview online. They interviewed an economist, and he stated that the Democrats knew their policies were harmful. And to him, they were doing this as a punitive action to actually inflict pain. Wow. Uh, that's kind of hard to swallow. I, I'm not doubting it. Perfect storm for change. War, economic crisis, disasters, disease, says Carolyn Starkville. Fertilizer is abundant in Washington, D.C., in Jackson, Mississippi, on the C-Spire tax line. Urea, this is what you were talking about, Rhino. He's also used in diesel engines for emissions. Hmm. Didn't know that. It was 300 bucks was urea, per ton last spring pushing $1,000 now. It was already up before Russia's invasion, but it's gotten much worse since. Wow. I'm afraid, this is Joe from Sunraw, if Russia shoots a nuclear missile at us, Biden is going to get us in a war. Man, I hope not. Randy in Starville, yeah, we, we discussed this yesterday, Randy. You're absolutely right. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania reinstated their mask mandate indoor, indoors only, The business community is going crazy, already trying to get back on their feet. And here they come with this, dumb, stupid, even Dr. Anthony, lock them up forever and throw away the key. Fauci, we played his tape a couple of days ago, he said, I think it's time for people to kind of measure their own risk. Duh, you fool, we've been saying that. You're the one that wanted to make that decision four people. You're the one! We all felt the same way. But no, you had to come at us with that junk. Which, by the way, let me find that, Rhino. Uh, There's a college. The College of the Holy Cross. Their integrated science complex will be renamed after Dr. Anthony Fauci. (laughs) How about that? Dr. Anthony Fauci College, oh, excuse me, integrated science complex. Oh, boy. He's an alumnus of I was about to say, didn't he go to school there, though? He did. That makes a little sense. The statement from the university, Dr. Fauci vividly personifies the distinctive characteristics of a Holy Cross education, and we know his life and work are already inspiring the next generation of empathetic servant leaders. That's what Holy Cross President Vincent Rougeau said. I wonder and if they would r-
3: gush so profusely over another alumnus. Who's One that? Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas.
2: Forgot about that. Also a Catholic, uh, Holy Cross. You're right. You know, I read a great article about, yesterday, uh, about diversity and the delusion that it is. And it, it makes the point about Clarence Thomas. He's there because... He happens to be a strict adherent to the Constitution. Whereas the one just approved, Ketanji Jackson-Brown, she's there because she's a black female. That's the difference between who you are and what you are. We'll take a break right here, stepping aside on middays. We'll be right back in the Element Well Studios.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 84. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms as well, low around 56. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 78. And a look into Friday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 81. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
23: March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march into spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazda of Jackson. See dealer for details with the proof credit on select models.
17: Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, Caramel Divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whipped eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at Nandy'sCandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Russian invasion of Ukraine is into its second month, with Sweden and Finland expected to apply for NATO membership by June. President Biden is expected to approve an additional $750 million in military assistance, though it's not clear when he'll make the announcement. Senator Cindy Hyde Smith thinks the U.S. needs to act more quickly.
17: They are needing equipment, they're needing fuel, they need it now. And it's really uh, been sad that they we have not delivered as quickly as the United States should be able to deliver on that.
6: Last week, the DOD said it's provided Ukraine with thousands of anti-aircraft and anti-armor munitions, hundreds of drones that act as remote-controlled missiles, laser-guided rocket systems, and 50 million rounds of ammunition. Biden accused Putin of committing genocide in a speech in Iowa Tuesday. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
15: Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. It's just like the rest of the country.
16: Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Supertalk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm.
0: Supertalk.fm. Supertalk.fm. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Hey, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbett. On Supertalk Mississippi.
7: Pick me up, love. Pick me me up, love. love love Every every day. day.
24: Me up, uh, bottom, up to the top uh, every day. No mind to We
2: are back in the Element Wealth Studios on middays. Go to myElementWealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income growth and a guarantee. So yeah, the Philadelphia reinstating the mask mandates is uh really quite incredible to think about. Uh I, I don't get it honestly. I don't know what they think they're going to accomplish. The, the jury is still out. Many would say it's already conclusive that you might get some degree of value from a one of these N95 masks. But in general, and most people aren't wearing those. And the ones that are especially the kids. They're not wearing them correctly because they're four-year-olds. It's so dumb. Oh, man. It really does get to me. Uh, yeah, this article was fantastic, I thought. In the, this was in the Washington Times. And the title of the articles. It's spot on, the article. Liberals' diversity fetish is an attack on individualism. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Perfectly stated. And this was written by Don Fetter, who used to write for the Boston Herald. He's a syndicated co- columnist. And he says that this is so true, Whenever you hear words like underrepresented community or a demand for something that looks like America, it means the dam broke. The diversity tango is playing, and individual merit is about to drown in a sea of woke cliches. Absolutely. Says it much better than I, but gosh, if we harped on that and harped on that, this I call it the march to mediocrity, where merit, and performance, and value, excellence, no longer regarded as the measure of a person. The only thing we measure that person on is, are those immutable characteristics of race and gender, ethnicity, nationality, etc., shouldn't be that way. That's not how, that's not what made this, cult, this company, or this country, excuse me, great. That's, that's cultural Marxism is what it is, when you're dividing people into groups on this basis. That's Marxism. They'll say, oh, no, it's not. We're just trying to help this group and that group. No, you're not. You're trying to place us all into these labeled groups. You're trying to categorize us. You're trying to strip away from us our individualism. It's exactly what this is all about. This forcing of diversity is not diversity. That's just force. That's Marxism. Look no further if you want to really dig into the mind of the tolerant left. We're more tolerant than you. America's universities Look no further than that. The University of Virginia is hosting vice president, former vice president, Mike Pence. He's going to be speaking on campus next week. He's going to deliver a speech. Uh, Folks, be sure you put uh, your hands over the kids' ears if they're in earshot of uh, my voice. He's going to be speaking about freedoms and traditional values. Lock up the kids. Don't let them hear that. His speech is part of a lecture series sponsored by Young America's Foundation. It's a conservative youth organization. Of course, the editorial board of Virginia, the University of Virginia's newspaper, the Cavalier Daily, immediately condemned Pence's speech, arguing his hateful rhetoric, should have no place on campus. You can't talk about individual freedoms, traditional values, that's hateful! I kid you not! Now, don't forget it wasn't too long ago the Vice President faced similar protests at Stanford University. That was like in February. So, I will say this, there's a, a bit of a silver lining members of their faculty, of the UVA faculty, slammed the newspaper paper, saying its stance was a disservice to all who had fought and died for America's freedoms. I totally agree. But what happened to the tolerance? That's what we're told. We're more tolerant than you are. You're intolerant because we don't want to thrust the discussion of gender identity on kindergartners. We're not tolerant. But you've got an ex-vice-president duly elected by the people who wants to come onto this, this institution's campus and speak about freedom and traditional values and it's no secret the vice president is a is a godly man, a Christian. He's discussed that before. Well that's hate speech. That's how upside down stuff is. So they say this speech is violence argument is not only wrong, this is the faculty. There's no cause for violence in the speech, but it but it contradicts the spirit of the First Amendment. That's, and it's so right. Colleges are supposed to be the laboratories of ideas, right? The, the, the preeminent venues in our country where there is an exchange of diverse thought. That, that's part of the educational experience. But we've got folks that run these institutions. Polls say, surveys I should say, show that 91% of them are left-leaning. There's no balance. None. Because they're intolerant of anything that is contradictory to their worldview. And they push that garbage on students, and they come out. And you see the videos of them. They're all masked up, and they're protesting. Mike Pence is coming. He's going to talk about freedom. It's hate speech. It's incredible. The progressives on the UVA campus... (laughs) They wanted the Cavalier Daily to publish a strongly worded editorial titled, Dangerous Rhetoric is Not an Entitled Platform. I'm serious. (laughs) Unbelievable. They said that Pence is a homophobic, racist, and transphobic politician whose hateful rhetoric should not be given a platform. (laughs) Incredible. You're so tolerant. Is there no more an intolerant demographic on the planet than the American liberal? Take that a step further. The American liberal on college campuses. (laughs) Do they not see it? Do they not see their stark, blatant intolerance? That would require self-aware people
3: to exist on college campuses, and that seems to be exceedingly rare.
2: It does indeed. And this is the same garbage that they are thrusting upon our youngest, most impressionable Americans. That ain't good. That's just unbelievable. I mean, just look at the
3: the craziness that went after Tony Dungy a couple days ago when he had the event in support of the the bill in Florida that that supports dads and families. And he quoted Barack Obama, a speech he gave 12 years ago, gave an exact quote from Obama's speech about, we know the statistics that children who grow up without a father are five times more likely to live in poverty and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of schools, and 20 times more likely to end up in prison. That's a direct quote from Obama. But 12 years later, Tony Dungy's catching hell for it. Unbelievable. Because of how far the loony left
2: has gone. You're talking about Tony Dungy, the football coach. Correct. Yeah. African-American football coach. Right. Unbelievable. So he's just quoting the former president. And honestly, that's the root cause. It's not Mike Pence is talking about freedom. He's transphobic. What else? Do they, there's so It's really many difficult to
3: take these people seriously when they claim that words are violence. When you don't have to look that hard to find video of actual violence being perpetuated just around the world. So true. Words are not violence. And if you think they are, you're an idiot. You have the emotional capacity to fill a thimble, and that's about it.
2: <laughs> oh, it is so true. That is so true. We're so afraid of words. What happened to the old sticks and stones adage that your parents were supposed to teach you when you were a kid? Because people are going to call you bad things. That's what happens. Get over it. Like the wrong pronoun. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You got a three-foot beard, and we called you he, and you're mad about it. (laughs) We'll take a break on middays. We'll come right back.
7: Save the date, April 23rd, 2022, and let's ride in Greenwood, Mississippi. Ride begins and ends at the Greenwood LaFleur Airport and winds through the beautiful hills of Carroll County. During the Greenwood Gravel Grind, take the challenge 50K or 100K. Two routes, three rest stops, gravel hills, sag support, post-ride party. April 23rd in Greenwood. Sign up now at GreenwoodGravelGrind.com. Brought to you by the Greenwood LaFleur Chamber, Indian Cycle. Visit MS.com, Greenwood CVB, and Pepsi.
16: This Hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back.
1: Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com.
20: This is the midday agri market report. With a 131% increase in beef imports from Brazil into the U.S. reported in 2021 and a continuation of that pattern early in 2022, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association on Monday this week renewed its call for U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack to suspend fresh beef imports from Brazil. The surge of imports triggered a temporary tariff. Safeguard of 26.4% applied to Brazilian beef imports for the rest of 2022. While a temporary tariff increase may discourage further fresh beef imports from Brazil, it does not address the underlying concern over Brazil's repeated failure to adhere to international animal health and food safety standards that, according to a news release sent out by the National Cattlemen's Beef Association i'm dixon williams and this is super Talk mississippi agri news network april is national safe digging month
16: mississippi 811 would like to remind you that the leading cause of harm to underground facilities is excavation damage While pipeline operators and other underground facility owners are committed to raising awareness of underground damage prevention, everyone has a responsibility to ensure safe digging practices. Mississippi 811 reminds you to call at least two days before you dig. Respect utility markers on your site and dig safely.
2: Everyone, Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. We are in the Element Wealth Studios. Aaron in Guntown wants to know: Is urea a liquid? I don't know. For some reason, I think it could
3: come in several different forms,
2: like concentrated or something. Maybe I don't know. Like I'm thinking, maybe a, a concentrated. But Pretty sure it comes in powder a powder form as like well, that. yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: anything that comes in a powder could be a liquid. Well, not anything, but just about anything.
2: I bet we got smart folks out there on the C-SPIRE text line that can tell us.
7: Hmm.
2: Urea is also used in diesel engines for emissions. Yeah, I got that. They misspelled apathetic. I'm not sure what, I'm sorry about that, when that came in at 11:32 what that is in reference to. Let us know. On the ceasefire Tax Line. This is Mr. West. I had a friend play soccer at Holy Cross, so what will the sports team be named? Anthony's team? Fauci's team? What a joke. <laughs> Talking about the, the uh, decision to name the, the building. What I call it? Integrated Science Building? Yeah. Integrated Science Center. After Dr. Fauci, science complex. Pardon me. I want to get it right there. Mike and Biloxi praying the TSA doesn't extend the mask mandate for air travel. they did. That was what we reported earlier, if you missed it, Mike, uh, for two weeks. Going to watch it uh, for two weeks is what they say. So where does that put us? Second week, uh, it's, it was scheduled to expire on the 18th. So that would take us through... Um, the entire month of April and into the first week of May. If it's yeah, you'd in-
3: be May 2 okay. at the earliest.
2: All right. That's what they said. We shall see. Tolerant to the point of intolerance. <laughs> That's on the ceasefire text line. It's such a farce, the tolerance stuff. It's the ultimate projection, though, isn't it? It's you that are tolerant, you transphobe, homophobe. I can't even think of all the phobes, xenophobe, whatever, sexist, misogynist, yeah, racist. Yeah, yeah. You got all the phobes and all the ists. But this is what's sad that I think is happening in this country. You know what would cause the left, many of them, I'm generalizing, to reach that conclusion about a person? If they declare that they're a Christian, that's where can you think of a single situation where Mike Pence, publicly at a minimum, has ever said anything that would reflect that he is a transphobe? homophobe, xenophobe, I, I can't even think of all the things.
3: Well, that's the problem. Unless you are 100% in lockstep with what they believe, they start hurling insults at you. You could be 99.9% in their lane, but you step one pinky toe out of it. <gasps> oh, my goodness, you are a misogynist.
2: It's, it's wrong. It's crazy. You, you can't even have a
3: rational discussion. Because they're not rational. Rational people don't oh. walk around every day labeling strangers. Just for the sake of feeling better about themselves,
2: you're, you're killing me with these truth bombs. By the way, I'm trying to see the best in people. <laughs> Certainly, they got a rational brain cell somewhere in there. It's just unfair. It's I shouldn't say that. It's it is uh, unproductive. Is what it is. And you know what? That was the that was the the way that um, oh heck. Uh, what's her name, that just got elected uh, lieutenant governor? Winston Sears, right? Isn't that her name? Yeah. In Virginia. African-American female, Republican, conservative. And she was talking about it. It was, it was right uh, after, I think, Governor Yunkin. you remember he issued the executive order prohibiting the teaching of divisive concepts in the classroom. And, of course, he was referring to that situation where critical race theory gets to the point of saying, we've got oppressors and we've got victims, the, the oppressed. And the country is, was founded on and developed and rooted in white supremacy. He just thought it shouldn't be taught. What she said was, it's not productive to teach that. So true. It's not productive. You're teaching... Third graders to hate the country, to hate the country. To own, they only want to see like the founders. The only thing they want them to see, they they were slave owners. Nothing they ever they did in their life was noble, or beneficial, or valuable. That's the only aspect of their life. What if everybody were measured on just that which they did, which was bad, wrong. Weren't we kind of warned of that, my God? That's part of being human, but so is repentance. I think we've repented pretty well. We'll take a break right here. We got uh, the news coming your way. Stay with us.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports WFMN, Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090.
14: News. I'm Lilian Wu. Russia pushing back, calling it unacceptable that President Biden has deemed its invasion of Ukraine genocide. Meanwhile, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warning China and other nations refusing to sanction Russia could mean consequences. Until Putin ends his heinous war of choice, the Biden administration will work with our partners to push Russia further towards economic, financial, and strategic Isolation. Yellen in a discussion with the Atlantic Council front page and those nationwide public transit mask requirements getting an extension of two more weeks by the CDC. They were set to expire April 18th. The Biden administration monitoring an uptick in cases. It had been hoping to roll out a more flexible masking strategy this week. America's listening to Fox News.
17: shipping. shipping.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. City leaders in Ellisville are holding a special meeting tomorrow night at 6.30 for public comments on the state's new medical marijuana law. Cities and counties have until May 3rd to opt out. They're planning to use feedback from residents to make a decision on which direction this city should take. Several cities have already opted out. You can find that list at supertalk.fm. Today would have been the one and only Eudora Welty's 113th birthday. In honor of the iconic writer, the Mississippi Department of Archives and History are opening a previously restricted series of Welty's family papers to the public. The papers begin with the courtship of Welty's parents and then go into the lives of other family members. To learn more about how to research the collection, log on to supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
10: When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort enhancing, productivity boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage, massive rear drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra durable iron forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit toro.com slash zero turn.
21: and specialists near you.
6: Over 20,000 Mississippians are already without power as another bout of severe weather moves across the state. Most of the blackout is across central Mississippi with a down power line on Old Fannin Road in Rankin County. The greatest threat for significant severe weather will be over the northwest portions of our state where damaging wind gusts of up to 80 miles per hour, large hail up to golf ball size, and strong tornadoes are possible. Nicholas Spinner is with the National Weather Service.
9: It's always important, um, you know, this time of year to, to have a plan ahead of
5: time. You know, know if, if your area is included in a, like a tornado watch
6: um, what your local shelters would be, uh, what's a safe place if if your home is not a um, sturdy structure or just have that plan in advance. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm.
21: Go at the home. To all the folks in the capital
10: city metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi 97.3.
0: And now, now. another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
1: Begin your transition now.
0: Now. On Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to Middays from the Element Well Studios. We thank you so much for joining us. We are rocking right into the afternoon on this hump day. Jeff on the C Spire text line says, When I received the COVID-19 vaccine last year, I sent my liberal uncle a text message. I said, I just received the Chinese virus vaccine, and he got so offended. (laughs) It's just not anything to get all worked up about. It's just not. I mean, they are... That, there are problems, and then there are faux problems. That's a faux problem. Just like having Mike Pence come speak at the University of Virginia. That ain't a problem. Go find a real problem. Jeez. Oh man, it's um what's next? Mississippi State will be banning the bulldog because it's intolerant to other dogs, Tim from Tupelo. Don't give him any ideas, Tim. What do we got now in uh, Cleveland Indians? What are they? They're not the Commanders, are they? Something like that. I can't remember. They're the, the Guardians. The Guardians. That the Commanders. Who's that? Uh, Washington Redskins. Yeah, they're the Commanders. Of course, makes sense.
11: <laughs>
3: Which oh, that's gotten so goofy that, like, I understand it's it's marketing branding. You, the central office in in Washington wants to. promote their new name, but when you're talking about people that were drafted as Redskins, they weren't actually drafted as commanders, so it's not factually accurate to say they were drafted to the Washington commanders. Oh, gosh.
2: That that name's only been around a couple years. Uh, Everything has just got multiple dimensions to the story, does it not? It does. That's why it's dumb to do that stuff. Unbelievable. Jeff says... No, what, Jeff? Excuse me, I already got him. Oh, uh, a couple people said that urea liquid or pelletized. Stewart Landscape says urea is usually in granular form. Okay. Trent said liquid or pelletized. Somebody else did, too. Jeff in Forest County, gas down 33 cents a gallon here in Forest County. I've not heard, heard any trumpeting on middays about that. Oh, sure. We we acknowledge the price of gas has, has come down. We just talked about the price of oil falling below $100 a barrel. Uh, it, look, it's, it's a commodity that's traded on the market. I mean, the CEOs were just there last week trying to explain that to the economically illiterate members of Congress. Uh, you do realize we don't control that, guys. You, you I mean, they were trying to <laughs> explain it to them. Could have saved some Zoom time there, right, if they hadn't uh, summoned them. But it was all for political fortunes. I got after those mean old CEOs of those oil companies. I put them in their place. Look, the price of gas went down after they were here. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's, it's just incredible. So, yeah, it. What's going on right now? I, I don't know. I haven't actually researched why the price is fallen. I don't know if demand has fallen off. There are people saying, yeah, I can't afford to drive that much anymore. I'm curbing my driving in order to afford and do the minimum. That That's absolutely an issue. Is it the million barrels of day? I don't think that's even started to enter the system yet. This is just the, the ebbs and flows of uh, a global commodity, global supply. But here's what we know, is that um, the price is going to continue, I think, to vacillate. I think we can expect that. It's extremely, It's always has been volatile, but it's still a whole lot higher than it was not too long ago, so that's still going on. So... If With respect to trumpeting that, Jeff, I, I don't know what you want us to trumpet. Report it, sure. If you want to try to credit Joe Biden for that, what did he do other than announce the ultimate release of a million barrels a day from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve? I don't think that's even started yet. So... Pence was not a good, was, uh, I think that's what he's saying, Ken. Pence was not, it was a good vice president. Everything is liquid in different frozen states, everything is nuclear in different states. Not sure what you're saying there, Ken. <laughs> Huey from Raymond sent a sign, a digital sign socialist, someone who wants everything you have except your job. <laughs> that's a good one. I agree. Uh, Austin in Ocean Springs uh, talking about urea. When you use urea to make fertilizer, it comes in super sacks and powder-granulated form. Okay. Got that. What's wrong with telling the truth about history? I can see if they were making it up, and it wasn't fact. Hmm. Kevin from Baldwin, who says, Republicans do the same. Like when somebody y'all don't agree with on your show 100%, the first thing y'all do is call them a liberal. No, we don't. I hardly ever used the term. You got to listen more carefully. He lives in his own little world. I'm all for telling the truth about history. You want to? Which tell, you won't
3: find a drop of it in the 1619 project, which is where most of this crap comes from.
2: They want that to replace the history curriculum. As a matter of fact, it's a twisted fan fiction of history. I have no problem acknowledging and admitting that the founders many of whom were slave owners. We've said that before. No, no problem with that. But let's, let's also explain the era, the context. I'm, I'm not condoning it, not saying that it wasn't a sin. Clearly it was. But I also don't believe you can, you can judge a person, even a historical figure like that, on the basis of that one sole aspect of their life, their feature of their life? Who among us wants to be measured by the worst thing we ever did in our lives? Is there no such thing as atonement for that? Paying the penance? Has our society not done that? How can you say that? Are you aware today of anyone who is in bondage, enslaved? as was the case back then? I'm not. Let us know. We want to call them out. Still illegal at the highest level in this country. It, I just don't think it's right to never acknowledge, take stock, and recognize improvements, progress, betterment. The The understanding and recognition of something that's wrong and fix it. Pretty sure that's kind of the life we were relegated to according to the if you believe in the Bible and you believe in in Christian history and the doctrine in general, pretty sure that was the plan. Now what would have happened if the situation in the Garden of Eden had turned out different? I don't know, but it didn't. So we're just mortals at the end of the day, flawed sinners. That's it. Why can't I just teach it all in school like the bad part and the good part now? Who said you can't, Kevin? That that I've witnessed this, Rhino, when I went down to the Capitol in the House of Representatives and watch the Democrats one by one get up and blast this bill known as the Anti-CRT Bill enacted recently in Mississippi, which prohibits the teaching of the concept that a person is superior or inferior to another on the basis of race and gender, and I don't remember all the other uh, attributes in the series, but these are immutable physical characteristics. That's all it did. And when you listen to the Democrats rail against it, they're in the well. I mean, I even heard one of them say, children won't know that Hank Aaron hit 714 home runs. Who said that? Where does it say that in the bill? I mean, I heard that. They, they took that one statement, that one provision and they expanded that to mean, we're not going to teach history anymore. Any history. If it, certainly any history was their point, if it was associated with African-Americans. That's what they were saying. Nobody said that. Nobody even wants that. That's the more important aspect. Nobody wants that. We want to enlighten. We want to teach history. We don't want to teach this division. It's totally different. Totally. Break time here on Middays. We, uh, we got more talk for you, and I think a video, too. Stay with us.
17: Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whipped eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at Nandy'sCandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping.
23: March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year $250,000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. One hundred percent credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today, and march into spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on Slice models.
10: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: On Middays, we thank you so much for joining us. We're in the Element Well Studios today. Before we get to the ticket a giveaway, I wanted to pass on that the IRS. They admitted that millions of Americans would likely see a delay in receiving their refund because of a worker shortage and document backlogs. You, uh, folks, if you can, I highly recommend you file electronically. Those are processed first. Uh, the the hard copy paper versions of tax returns those just pile up they don't get uh, they don't get processed and the systems work pretty good that the IRS has for that so just be aware uh gas 342 in Laurel Madison gas stations uh still in the 390s i've seen i saw 369 yesterday that's Ken and Jackson so we'll see uh uh, also, Jerry and Waynesboro sent info on U.S. crude. I guess this is current. U.S. crude stock surge on strategic reserve. Is this current? I can't see a date on what he sent. All in the 103, 106 range. So, yeah. Investment in crude market flux is down. That right on the ceasefire tax line. It's just volatile. It just totally is. But until we see a a serious, substantive effort to increase supply through production, which means unwinding a lot of the Biden regulations and stop the rhetoric of, we're shutting you down. You're just not going to see money pour into it. You're not going to see big oil and gas go out and launch these new projects. are not going to do it. I don't blame them. Who wants to dump a bunch of money in a project that you're not going to get a return on for a few years when you've got a government signaling their intent to shut you down. Makes no sense. Uh, in the meantime, Rhino, you got some tickets to give away, and we're going to play some, some sound for you. I think you'll enjoy uh, while we're at it. Oh, yeah,
3: we got some tickets to give away for Taylor Hicks and the Delta Funk Revival. That's an all-star-based band of seasoned touring musicians coming together on Friday night. That's this Friday, two days from now at Dooling Hall in Jackson to raise money for the Friends of Children's Hospital. Doors will open at 7 and the show will start at 8. You can get your tickets right now if you don't win by going to ardenland.net. General admission tickets are 30 bucks in advance or 35 at the door. But now you've got a chance to win tickets to see Taylor Hicks on Friday. All you got to do is be the 17th person to text into to the Ceasefire Text Line 601-879-4395. Wow. Be the seventeenth person to text in with the name Taylor, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Taylor Hicks and the Delta Funk Revival at Dueling Hall this Friday.
2: Yep. Uh what about the oil companies opening the leases that they are sitting on for years? Jeff, you've been watching MSNBC and listening to Jeff uh Jen Psaki too much. I would encourage you to tune in to their their response to those questions when they were on the Hill, that that would be the oil CEOs. There's a lot more involved in getting oil to the market than just the leases to drill. They need permits. They need all sorts of other permitting and and um, authority to, to cross over land and whatever else is involved in the transporting of the oil from the drill site from the well site. But the, all those CEOs gave a great explanation of that. It's more than just the leases for the drilling as uh, activity itself. So you're counting them down? You want to go ahead and play the uh, the video there? Oh right yeah. We've got good. a
3: winner. I'm just confirming with them. But in the meantime, uh, <laughs> this is the video I teased a little earlier where someone went back and auto-tuned President Biden with his now infamous, buy a shotgun. Yeah.
20: I have two shotguns. But my home, they're locked in a safe. There's a metal gun case. We live in an area that's wooded, somewhat secluded. And i said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. My shotgun.
0: My shotgun. You don't need a machine gun. You don't need 30 rounds. Buy a shotgun. Buy a double barrel
16: shotgun.
7: <laughs> now you don't need a flamethrower. And you don't need a tank. And you don't need an AR-15. To scare those thugs away. No, and I don't need a grenade launcher. I don't need an F-15. There's just one thing I need to do. And I'll stay away from me. Fire two.
2: It's a classic. You got, you got to link that.
3: <laughs> if you, uh, if you want to see the video of the guy with his guitar next to, uh awesome. Next to President Biden, it's pretty funny. I put it up in the Facebook group. Just go to, or on the Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search "Midday's with Gerard Gibbert" and you'll find it there. <laughs>
2: I don't see a drop in Forest County gas on the ceasefire text line. And that release from the Strategic Reserves, as Kevin in Monticello, jeopardizes our national security. It's also designed for military use, absolutely true. Uh, half of it, I think, is going to be released, if I'm not mistaken. That is a plan. Kirk from Columbus says, slavery back then was common as everyone owning a cell phone today. I wonder, in the future, if they'll judge us all by being a bad person because we own cell phones. Yeah, it was common. I agree, and that's why I said you've got to consider the context. That does not make it right. That does not mean that we condone it. But it, you have to at least take some stock in that. It was—I don't know that it was thought to even be wrong. As crazy as that sounds back then, I don't know. Honestly. Not until the
3: last four or five decades of its existence. I mean, uh, England outlawed slavery in the 1830s. So there was a a worldwide abolitionist push in the early 1800s, but
2: before that, no, it was just part and parcel of everyday life. Well, and and again, that doesn't make it right. No. Clearly, we understand it was a sin. It's a stain. We're not happy about it. We're not proud of it. But we accept it, but we also have to acknowledge, do we not, the contributions to our country, to our world. To our society. The incredible progress that has been
3: made in the, in the realm of civil rights in living memory. Uh, exactly. And this is the other crazy thing. I mean, it was, what, early 50s when the, the guys in Alabama got sent up river for modern-day slavery and entered
2: servitude illegally? Yep. yep. Yeah. That's exactly right. Can, can we not? I mean, heck, I remember the blatant... Racism from the standpoint of denial of services, of access, of entry. When I was a child, you can go right down to UMC. Have you ever been to the old hospital down there, folks? If you go to the main, what was the main entry area. Now, UMC was built, I think, right now, in the 50s. The original UMC hospital. Not much to it, the building back then. There are two sets of bathrooms in the main hall there to, for race. Two sets. Two, set, two men, two women bathroom. Of course, hell, you can't do that anymore, can you? That's how crazy it's gotten. But those remain in place, I'm told by someone very high up there that knows the history of that place better than anybody, just as a reminder, that's fine. It's absolutely fine. That was despicable. Totally. Good grief, though. Does that happen anymore? No. Been a long time since that was the case. Heck, think about this Ross Barnett ran for governor back in the 60s. His little jingles are out on YouTube. That's kind of what you did when you ran for governor back then. You had little jingles made and ran them on radio and TV. It's about all you had. And this is the problem with the
3: bad faith arguments from the left, like Kevin and Baldwin. What's he saying? His latest text. So what you're saying is kids should never even know about what happened in the U.S. back then? No. (laughs)
2: How in the wide world of sports did you get that from what we said? (laughs) We said just the opposite. Quite the opposite. Kevin, you're really showing... Your liberal strikes here. I don't even say that. It's the, it's the woke Democrats. It's willful ignorance. Okay. You know. It's not like you don't have the entire
3: world's information available to you in the palm of your hands where you can educate yourself on the reality of the
2: world. Totally true. It is true. Jason reminds I, I don't use the word liberal a lot. I do use the word socialist a lot. And I do because that's more direct, more definitive, it is uh, more succinct. Liberal, like conservative, is one of those terms that has a lot of different meanings to a lot of people. But it's capitalism. That's why. I hate socialism. I hate central planning. I'm a capitalist. Not a crony capitalist. A capitalist. It was capitalism that allowed people to amass tremendous wealth. Before that, we've said it before on the show, it was slavery. It was plundering. It was pillaging. That's how people got wealth. Capitalism is what changed that. People get wealthy in capitalism not by plundering, pillaging, or enslaving, by serving their fellow man. That's how they do it. Time for a break on Middays. we got half an hour left. Stay with us.
8: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 84. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms as well, low around 56. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 78. And a look into Friday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 81. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
0: Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
16: This hour of middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland for personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy. They help you get your life back.
9: April is Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Save up to $2,000 off retail on select models, plus even more savings on customized package deals. Get 0% financing and pick your own Mow the Distance bonus. Free oil change, or free set of blades, or a free service kit. Hurry, the first 50 Gravely buyers receive a gift certificate for up to $200. Save big right now during Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace and Revel Outdoor. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. City leaders in Ellisville are holding a special meeting tomorrow night at 630 for public comments on the state's new medical marijuana law. Cities and counties have until May 3rd to opt out. They're planning to use feedback from residents to make a decision on which direction this city should take. Several cities have already opted out. You can find that list at supertalk.fm. Today would have been the one and only Eudora Welty's 113th birthday. In honor of the iconic writer, the Mississippi Department of Archives and History are opening a previously restricted series of Welty's family papers to the public. The papers begin with the courtship of Welty's parents and then go into the lives of other family members. To learn more about how to research the collection, log on to supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly
18: Bennett.
1: Sponsor or register today for the Mississippi Economic Council's 72nd annual meeting on Thursday, April 21st at the Jackson Convention Complex from 8.30 to 1 p.m. You'll hear from MEC members, business leaders, and elected officials from across Mississippi as we hear from thought leaders about the opportunities for securing Mississippi's future. Attendees will hear from State Health Officer Thomas Dobbs, Governor Tate Reeves, MEC leadership, and more. Sponsor or register today at mec.ms. That's mec.ms.
2: we get a winner, by the way? We did. All right, awesome. On the C Spire text line, right now in school, we cannot mention slaves. It is enslaved persons and slave owners are enslavers. Hmm, I didn't know that. Of course it needs to be taught. It's a stain on our past. Absolutely. But to suggest that that just dominates where we are today. I just think it's wrong. It's not right. And to never discuss the virtuous, the noble, the goodness of America, the country, the people, that's wrong too. It just is. You want to expose children to all the above in proper context, and speaking of which, CNN wrote an article slamming libertarian, what they're calling, libertarian children's books. Which, of course, is causing the sales of those books to search. They wrote an opinion piece just last week. They argued that the right-wing children's entertainment complex is upon us. Seriously? Prominently featured as a case in point were the Tuttle Twins... Children's Books Created by Connor Boyack to Offset the Progressive Propaganda. Bunch of that out there. So these books include discussions of, you know, individual freedom, (laughs) such horrific concepts as limited government, free markets, entrepreneurship, that's why Mike Pence can't speak. Because he's going to talk about traditional values and individual freedoms. And, and these, were, these books discuss the concepts from the great economic philosophers, uh, Bastiat, Hayek, uh, von Mises. Oh, that's terrible. Hide the kids. Don't let them read any Hayek. Unbelievable. It's just humorous when you think about it that the left wing dominated media and education establishment is mad because some folks on the right want to introduce some of these concepts. By the way, no gender identity crap in here, no identify your privilege garbage in here, just explanation about markets and freedom and limited government and individualism. You're an individual. You become what you pursue. Simple as that. You're entitled to the opportunity to do so. You're not entitled to somebody else's stuff to be equitable. No, you're not entitled to that. Only the opportunity. To the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. Real simple. Still resonates today. Still applies today. Still perfect. Oh, but we can't do that because the the people who came up with that concept they own slaves. So anything good they did can't can't have it. That's 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 where I have a problem. Should we also understand? Yeah, the people who came up with this they were slave owners. Yeah, that's fine. Got no issue with that. Should we should? But it's a different time. Doesn't make it right, but they were brilliant, and they came up with this framework that created the greatest country on the planet. We sure are blessed to be here. That's what we ought to be talking about. Now go out and be somebody. That's what ought to happen. Our friend Jeff from Columbus, he wrote a text earlier, I'm looking for it, uh, Rhino, that that truly did capture the spirit of, of Holy Week. And I totally agree with Jeff in this respect. Uh, give me a second here where I find it. But uh, it it had to do with the fact that it is Holy Week, and we should be Yeah, he said, as this is forgiving. Passion
3: Week and Christians celebrate forgiveness, we should all forgive each other, whether political or realistically. God forgave us, and we should forgive our fellow man. Totally
2: agree. I totally agree. If you don't learn that fire's hot, then you will always get burned. Of course, Thomas and Greenwood. The authority on libertarianism informs. How dare kids learn the proper role of government from Bastiat? He wasn't a libertarian. <laughs> okay. I think you get the point, though. It's just balance. Kids need balance. They need balance.
3: Jason you know, says on the ceasefire text line, CNN's okay with puberty blockers and fourth
2: graders, but a book about minimal government's too much? Good, good, good one there, Jason. Totally agree.
3: That might explain why when they rolled out their CNN Plus online streaming platform. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just two weeks into it, they're looking at 10,000
2: people using it. Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh Wokeism. Jeff in Forrest County says, that's made-up word. Sounds like something after your alarm clock goes over before you stretch and jump out of bed. <laughs> okay. Common, wasn't it like 2% or so of Southerners that owned slaves still wrong, though? Well, you're thinking in terms of, this is on the ceasefire line. I think you're thinking in terms of 2% of the people that were the slave owners and not the number of people that were slaves. So I think you've got to include that in the number, but through through the ages, centuries, that was common in the world. Don't make it right, but it existed. It you could argue, Rhino, were it not for this country, it would still be prevalent to a great extent. I think that's true. Still happening in China, we know that. Yet we look the other way. So many do. Speaking
3: of China, it, I find it the the peak of irony that you got folks like Disney getting up in arms over the quote unquote don't say gay bill yeah. in Florida. But anytime anybody from Hollywood releases anything in China, they can't have an ounce of homosexuality in it. That's true. The new Harry Potter movie coming out where Dumbledore and Grindelwald have six seconds of homosexual dialogue. It's cut out when it's played in China.
2: It is a ridiculous double standard. I totally agree. And it's another situation where corporations venture out of their swim lane. They need to stick to what they do, stay out of politics, stay out of all these polarizing uh, cultural issues. It's, uh, It's silly, and it's wrong. You saw where Elon Musk has proposed that the Twitter headquarters be converted to a homeless shelter, because nobody comes <laughs> there is what he said. Uh, he Of course he's got a battle with the board, he said he's not going to be on the board, but there are a lot of Twitter employees that are griping that Musk was just likely getting started when pushing for a changes at the company. They can't stand... Musk and his somewhat libertarian views. He's not, I don't know what he is exactly. He's definitely not a, a, a hardcore socialist Democrat. I don't know that I'd call him necessarily a Republican. He's just a common sense sort of guy, in my view, on if, the role you, of government. In if you
3: really want to see people's heads explode online, point out the fact that Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, is an African American.
2: What happens then?
3: It just it melts people's brains <laughs> if they're on the left side of the political spectrum.
2: <laughs> oh, that's awesome! A Twitter rep has said the company plans an "Ask Me Anything" town hall with Musk set up to address concerns among company's employees. I hope he uses the wrong pronoun. <laughs> Speaking of making head spin. It is crazy. Uh, people are just been out of shape about the wrong stuff. When I was a kid, a puberty blocker was the crossbar on your bike when you came off the homemade ramp and wreck, says Rhett and Ridgeland. I hear you. Paul and Meridian, BLM and act- activists, absolutely no recognition of how horribly the Irish were treated in America. Yeah, it's not just Irish, it's. I mean, through history, there's a gazillion examples of, of one group treating, mistreating, abusing, enslaving, right? Others. I mean, oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's, but I, I hear you, Paul. At one time, they were breeding Irish women with black males over in Europe. Wasn't aware of that. Not surprised. Um, Let me go back. To, we're talking eugenics.
3: about biblical history. Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat.
2: Wasn't Joseph sold into slavery? Yeah, that's true. How long ago did that happen? Absolutely. Gary Meridian, slavery is still prevalent in China. Many countries in Africa, and yeah, and the reality for women in every Muslim country around the world, I, I would say the, the common thread in all those countries is they're corrupt to the hilt. They have not fully embraced free markets and capitalism. So it's the only way their people can keep up from a wealth perspective. Pretty sure Elon Musk didn't get rich because he enslaved people. We got another segment here from the Element Well studios all mid middays. We appreciate you joining us today. Stay with us.
0: your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm
15: During the month of April, AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud so your money lives longer. They are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org ms.
1: Every child of a parent with Huntington's disease has a 50-50 chance of inheriting Huntington's disease, which is described as having ALS, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's simultaneously. Join us in the fight against Huntington's disease at the inaugural Mississippi Team Hope Walk on Saturday, May 21st at 9 a.m. at Lakeshore Park in Brandon. To learn more, visit hdsa.org forward slash thwms.
2: on Midday's final segment. Thanks so much for joining us. It is Hump Day. It is indeed. We are in the Element Well Studios. I mailed my IRS check for payment with my return. It is deposited within seven days. They delay, let's see, they delay money the IRS owes me but not payments to them. Yeah, and, and we'll explain it is uh, considered a best practice for internal control purposes. Uh, that any time cash receipts are received by an organization, it doesn't matter if it's the IRS or who it is, you always get that recorded and in the bank ASAP. You never let that sit around. So that is true. They're going to take your money, and they're going to deposit that, and then they're going to process your return, and if they owe you money back, if you overpaid after they review your return, or if you owe them more money, you'll get notified. But it is considered a best practice for internal control purposes to get those those checks, or even if it's cash, to get that deposited ASAP. So can't really fault them for that. Uh, but, you I know... Mean, on the flip side, would you would you want a...
3: Big check to the IRS just floating out there for no. weeks, months at a time?
2: I actually, um, so I pay estimates, and uh, my last quarter estimate, six weeks before they cashed it. Six weeks. I couldn't figure that out. Neither could my CPA, but he said he'd heard that from a lot of his clients. Something going on. Uh, State as well was behind. Not six, but a little bit. Could have been just the wave that hit there. But, but what that actually means is that the envelope hasn't been opened that's a different situation they do store those off and go down to your local tax collector your county tax collector around the end of january especially when when property tax when property taxes are due you'll see gazillions of envelopes in there and if we could eliminate the law which prohibits the state public sector organizations from absorbing credit and debit card fees, we'd eliminate a lot of that manual processing, paper check writing, and a lot of the expense that is associated with that. My recommendation is try to get your withholding, if you, certainly if you're a, a standard uh, payroll type employee, Set your withholding up so that you don't owe them anything, and they don't owe you anything. Don't let them use your money. It's my recommendation. And in this case, if you, if you owe them money like that, you may have – you possibly could have some penalties and interest associated with it. So just be careful with that. Um, there's something else. that uh, There are more enslaved people today than ever in the history of the world. Hmm, that's true. Interesting. I think a lot of that probably has to do with the covert nature in which it is occurring and also well, a part of it is the just the sheer population, population yeah. of the of the world. Absolutely. Compared from then
3: from the end of of slavery in the mid 1800s to now the population has grown exponentially.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and so that has
3: to be a factor. But it is still <clears throat> Prevalent in the Middle East, in China, in some parts of Africa, some parts of South America.
2: Right. But remember when Trump banned travel from certain areas for the COVID? Xenophobic. This is just unbelievable, the double standard. Barry and Collins, girls will be boys and boys will be girls. It's mixed up, muddled up, shook up world, except for Lola. <laughs> I remember that. Oh gosh. Throughout history, we've seen numerous examples of man's inhumanity to man. That doesn't make it right, but it's just a fact. I agree, Tom, and and Carthage says that. I agree, and, and I certainly don't support just sweeping that under the rug and not exposing and teaching that in the classroom. I totally agree. But indoctrinating students into this line of thinking that this country is inherently and fully a white supremacist and and racist and it's institutionalized racism is that's the point not just individually and that's what CRT holds by the way is that is it is not a function of individual biases but rather it is systemic and you by your race you're you're automatically considered uh, without exception just by association just because you happen so in, in teaching a, a young child that they are responsible for the horrors of slavery and the sin of slavery that occurred 150 years ago. No, I don't agree with that either. That's not right either. But that's what they want. That's different than teaching it in historical context. Totally different. So let's clarify that. Well, we are out of time here on the show. The time has gone fast. A lot of talk, a lot of engagement. Really appreciate it all, and great guests as well. But have no fear, we're going to be back in the studio again tomorrow before we head down to Hattiesburg on Friday. Be aware of the weather, folks. It's coming later on today. Until then, stay safe and God bless. New.
9: To you courtesy of the Red